that you have done. For your grace and your mercy. For your faithfulness, oh Jesus. We say thank you for loving us all once again. For giving us the breath of life. We appreciate you, Jesus. We appreciate you, Master. We appreciate you, King of Glory. We appreciate you, oh Lord. You are so good and you are so great. You are so mighty. You are so precious. You are so glorious, oh Lord. We appreciate you, oh Jesus. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your guidance. Thank you for your direction. Oh Jesus, you are faithful. Lord, we bless your name. Lord, we honor you. Lord, we exalt you. Lord, we celebrate and appreciate you. Oh, you are so good and great. You are so mighty and precious, oh God. You are so glorious and wonderful, Savior. Who can be compared to you, Jesus? Father, we give you praise. Father, we honor you. Father, we exalt you. Father, we celebrate you. Father, we appreciate you. Thank you for all that you have done. Lord, for your mercy. Lord, for your grace. Lord, for your faithfulness, oh Lord. Who can be compared to you, Jesus? Who can be compared to you, mighty King? Who can be compared to you? and the precious of God. You are so glorious and wonderful Savior. Thank you for giving us the breath of life. Thank you for your provision. Thank you for your protection. Thank you for your guidance. Thank you for your direction. Lord, we come not to men but to you. We believe, oh Lord, that all we owe Yahweh, only you can help us throughout the journey of life. Father, we say thank you. Faithful God, we say thank you. Mighty King, we say thank you. Adonai, we say thank you. Excellent God, we say thank you. Where will I be without you? What will I do without you? Father, we count on you. Father, we rely on you. Father, we depend on you. Father, we appreciate you. You are unchangeable God. You are the great God. You are the faithful God. You are the mighty God. You are the precious God. You are the glorious King. Father God, we come not to men but to you. We come to worship you. We come to honor you. We come to exalt you. We come to celebrate you. We come to appreciate you. For you are unchangeable God. You are the great one. You are the mighty one. You are the precious one. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your guidance. Thank you for your direction. Jehovah, you are worthy. Jehovah, you are mighty. Jehovah, you are precious. Jehovah, you are glorious. Jehovah, you are wonderful. Blessed be your name, O Lord. Blessed be your name, O King. Blessed be your name, O Jesus. Thank you, Father. Oh, I am so grateful. Father, I am grateful for all that you never stop doing. Father, I am grateful for your grace and your mercy. Father, I am grateful for your love and your guidance. Father, I am grateful for your direction, O oh Jesus. Thank you, Lord Almighty, for all that you do. Jehovah, we bless your name. Jehovah, we honor you. Jehovah, we exalt you. We thank you for your precious blood that you shed upon the cross of Calvary. Jesus, your blood that has a voice. Jesus, your blood that you keep on speaking. Your blood that defending us. Your blood that justify us. Your blood that cover us. Your blood that protect us. Father, without the shedding of the blood, there is no remission of sin. We have been forgiven. Because Jesus, you accepted to share your blood upon the cross. You accepted to come in the flesh. You accepted to die on our behalf. And we stand, O Lord Almighty, this morning. 
to tell you, oh God, we are so, oh my Father, grateful, and we say thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Master. Thank you, King of Glory. Thank you, Ancient of Days. Thank you, the Lead of the Valley. Thank you, the Bright Morning Star, for everything that you have done. Father, we say thank you. Adonai, we say thank you. Oh, Jesus, we give you glory. Lord, we honor you. Lord, we exalt you. Lord, we celebrate you. Lord, we appreciate you. For you are worthy, Lord. You are mighty, Jesus. You are precious, O King of glory. You are a wonderful Savior. We love you, Jehovah God. We honor you, my King. We glorify your name, O Jehovah. We give you glory. Father, we say thank you. Master, we say thank you. King of glory, we say thank you. Ancient of death, we say thank you. Excellent God, we say thank you. For you are worthy, Lord. You are mighty, Jesus. You are precious, O God. You are glorious, O King. Oh, you died for me. Jesus, you came in the flesh. You share your blood in order to redeem our lives, to redeem our families. And we say thank you. My Jesus, we bless your name. Mighty Savior, we bless your name. Excellent God, we bless your name. Wonderful God, we bless your name. King of glory, we bless your name. For you are all that we. Jesus, we bless you. Jesus, we honor you. Jesus, we exalt you. Jesus, we celebrate you. Jesus, we appreciate you. For you are worthy, Lord. You are mighty. You are precious. You are glorious. You are wonderful. You are excellent. We give you praise. Lord, we honor you. Lord, we exalt you. Lord, we celebrate you. Lord, we appreciate you. Thank you, Jesus, for everything that you have done. Oh, Lord, everything that you have done. I am forever grateful. I am grateful, Lord. I am grateful, Savior. I am grateful, Messiah. I am grateful, Almighty King. I am grateful, oh my Father. Blessed be your name, O King of Glory. Oh, Jesus, you are worthy. Jesus, you are mighty. Jesus, you are precious. Jesus, you are wonderful, O God. Robo Shekete. Thank you, Lord Almighty. Thank you, O Lord Almighty. Thank you, Lord Almighty. We give you the praise. We honor you. We exalt you. We celebrate you. We appreciate you, for you are so good, you are so great. Oh, oh, Ria Bababa, oh, let your name be praised, oh, let your name be praised. Let your name be glorified, oh, Lord, we say thank you. My Father, we say thank you. Blessed one, oh, we say thank you. Mighty King, we say thank you, for you are so good and excellent. You are so mighty, you are so precious, oh God. You are so glorious, oh King. Thank you, Jesus, for all that you have done, all that you're doing, all that you're still going to do. Lord, we bless your name. Lord, we honor you. Lord, we exalt you. Lord, we celebrate you. Lord, we appreciate you, for you are so good, for you are so great, you are so mighty. Where will I be without you? What will I do without you, Jesus? Only you, the Savior of my soul. Only you, Jesus. You are the Lord. You are the wonderful God. You are the mighty King. You are the precious God. You are the glorious King. Blessed be your name. Jesus, we thank you. Mighty King, we thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Shalom and good morning to everyone. We thank God for giving us yet again the breath of life, for giving us life again today. We cannot uh, just uh, pass without uh, greeting him, without appreciating him, without acknowledging his privilege that has given unto us again, especially on this day. And the Lord has been so good to you, has been so good to me. So we are going to present ourselves before God. According to the book of Psalm chapter 5, verse 1 to 4. We coming before him, the very first sacrifice that one can do is to sacrifice his life. We have the book of Psalm chapter 5, verse number 1 to 4. And then Romans chapter number 1, chapter 12, sorry, verse number 1 to 2. 
I read through scriptures, then we're going to pray as we offer ourselves and we ask God to accept us. We ask God to forgive us. But the Bible says, as a, I cannot offer a defect lamb, a defect sacrifice to the Lord. So you and me, when we come before the Lord, for God to accept us, we must not have a defect in us. And defect, when we talk in human perspective, we talk about sin, iniquity in us. Because that will make God not accept us. For the Bible says, it is not his ears that are death, nor to hear our prayers. Neither his hand shall to touch us, but it is sin that prevents God to touch us. And he will say, I did not sin. He just say, God, you are a liar, and yet fooling himself or herself. So we cannot pretend. We come in before the Lord, and we say, Lord, here we are. We plead for your mercy. We plead for your mercy, for we are not worthy by ourselves to auto-proclaim the righteous. Remember, the Bible says, and their righteousness come from me, in the book of Isaiah 50, 54, and their righteousness come from me. It's God that will proclaim, who declare you and me righteous, only when he accepts us, only when he accepts us. He rebuked Samuel. He said, Samuel, you, you men, you judge what you see outside, but I, the Lord, I search the heart. The Lord search our heart today. Let the Lord examine us today and discover anything within us that not honoring him, let God help us, my brother, my sister, let God help us, for we cannot by ourselves. The Bible says in the book of Psalm chapter 5 from verse number 1, it says, listen, God, please, pay attention. Can you make sense of these rumblings, my groans and cries? King God, I need your help. Every morning you will hear me at it again. Every morning I lay out the pieces of my life on your altar and watch for fire to descend. Verse 4, you don't socialize with wicked or invite evil over as your house guest. God, you don't socialize with wicked or invite evil as your house guest. In other words, God, you don't, you don't fellowship with wickedness. Sins prevent you to have fellowship. The Bible says when men sinned in the garden of Eden, there was separation between men and God. When God came for a fellowship, Adam was so far. Though he might be willing to meet God, but sin prevented him to meet God. And God had been screaming, calling Adam, where are you? Where are you? My brother, my sister, we can come for fellowship with God. But when there are sins that is inside of us, there are sins in our lives, though we can come in the presence of God and yet there is no fellowship. They were both in the garden. Take note of that. God in the garden, Adam in the garden, yet could not meet. In the one place could not meet. Why? Sin prevented. It is a thick layer that prevent God to intervene. See the Lord Jesus upon the cross when he became sin. There was separation between him and the Father. And he said, Eli, Eli, lama sabatari, my father, my father, why have you forsaken me? And the answer is clear, because you have become sin. Sin separates us from God. Doesn't matter what type of sin it is, sin is sin. Whenever we do something contrary to God, we have trespassed the law of God and we have sinned against God. What we have to do is to be humble enough to turn our way and to go back to God and plead for mercy. Is a merciful God yet still waiting to forgive us and to wash us and give us another time to live again. He said, every morning you shall hear me at it. King God, I need your help. I will lay every piece of my life on your altar and watch for fire to descend. I will lay my life on your altar. Nothing will be hidden. All that I am, I put them on your altar. In the book of Romans, this is Paul speaking to the Romans believers, and he says to them, so here, what I want you to do, I'm reading from the message versions, so here, what I want you to do, God helping you, Take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, 
and walking around life and place it before God as an offering. Place it before God as an offering. Our everyday life, our ordinary life, is the life of every day. But sometimes on Sundays, we don't take the ordinary life. We take some special kind of behavior, special kind of attitude. But the Bible says, no, take your everyday, your ordinary life, including your walking, your sleeping, your eating, your going to work, your walking around life, your dressing, your talking, everything about you. Place them before God as offering. And that's why the psalmist said, I take all the pieces of my life and I lay them on your altar. You hear me every morning. I bring the pieces of my life. I lay them on your altar. And I wait for your fire to descend. Fire is a sign of approval, acceptance. In all time, when you offer sacrifice to God, you raise an altar, you put an animal there, you slaughter, you put an animal for sacrifice. For God, the proof of acceptance, the fire has to come. It's the fire that has to come to accept and also to purify the offering. Let the fire of God come today. Let us lay our life before God. Let us plead for mercy for ourselves, for our families, for our nations, for our leaders, for our continent, for our countries. We plead for God's mercy. Where we have done individual sin, we say, God, forgive me for the wrong I have done. The thought that I carry in my, my mind, the, my heart, I thought evil. For Jesus said, you heard you shall not commit adultery. But I say unto you, whoever think about envy, lust about a woman, has already committed adultery. So the thought is equal to action. So no one can say me, I do not sin. Not only sexual thought, but any kind of thought. You wish evil to somebody, it is a sin. You wish somebody you don't want that person to see him again, it is a sin because you wish him dead or her dead. So we sin one way or another. And we cannot be comfortable and claiming as if we are the most perfect, the most holy, the most righteous people. And we might miss Jesus that is coming very soon. That's why the Bible says, be ready because you don't know the time, the hour. Even our things will be unfolding for the return of the Lord Jesus. He said things will be going as normal. People, they will be busy with their own things. Some getting married, some traveling, some building houses. Some people will be doing things as nothing is happening. And suddenly, he says, suddenly, the son of man will return. But when he will come, will he find faith on the earth? That means will he find obedient people? People are still in the doctrine, following him. Oh, God have mercy on us. Let us lift our voice and say, God have mercy. Forgive me, wherever I have sinned, by omission, by commission, by deliberation, no matter the type of sin it is, let us plead for God's mercy. If you are fine, no sin for you. Plead for sin of your family, for the mess of your family. It was a can that sin, but the whole Israel was destroyed. One man sin, all Israel was destroyed. It was not the sin of Joshua. It was the sin of Achan. When Achan sinned, God ended the whole nation to be defeated. Let us lift our voice and pray. Father, we need your mercy today. I cry for your mercy. Forgive me, oh Jesus, for my thought not in line with your, your thought. My mouth has spoken, oh Lord, the wrong word. I have confessed the wrong word. I've been at the wrong place. I've done what you did not instruct me to do. I have done less than what you wanted me to do. I have done more than what you permitted me to do. Lord, I plead for your mercy. This morning, oh Lord, hear me at it again. I bring all the pieces of my life and I place them on your altar. Father, I bring my family.
my wife, my children. I bring all the peace of my life, my walking around, my dressing, my talking, my going to work, all my ministry. I place them on your altar. Lord, search me today. Jesus, search me. Examine me. Discover any evil in me. Lead me in the way of righteousness. Lead me in the way of holiness, O oh God. The way that pleasing you. Lead me in the way that honors you. Lead me in the way that glorifies you. Lead me in the way, Lord of my as I pray. Lord, by your mercy, accept me again in your presence. Oh Lord, grant me mercy, O oh God. Grant me mercy to fellowship with you. Grant my wife the mercy that we need. Grant my marriage the mercy. Father, we have seen as a couple. We have seen as a family. We have seen as a church. We have seen as a nation. We have seen as a people. We have seen as a continent. I plead for your mercy. Lord, you are the merciful God. You said when we confess our sins, you are faithful and just to forgive us. Lord, have mercy. Have mercy, oh Jesus. We cry for your mercy. 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 Oh Lord, your mercy. We cry out for your mercy today. Forgive my country, oh Jesus. Oh, we have promoted evil. We have accepted evil. We have permitted evil as a nation. Father, we have worshipped idols as a nation. We have turned away from the truth to embrace evil, O oh God. Father, we have acted unjustly. We have oppressed, O oh Lord, people. Father, as a nation, O oh God. My Father, we have rejected the widows, even the orphans, O oh Lord. We will not take care of them as we should. Lord, we cry for your mercy. As a church, Father, mercy on me. Mercy, O oh God. For your way said the true religion is when we take care of the widows and looking after the orphan. Yet, God, we don't do. Father, we cry for your mercy. Oh, God of mercy, have mercy, oh God. Have mercy on me. Let your blood wash me. Wash my family. Wash my house, oh God. The God of mercy. 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 The merciful God. The merciful God. The merciful God. Jesus Christ, you are the merciful. You are the merciful. You are the merciful. You are the merciful. Oh, Jesus, we need your mercy, Lord. We need your mercy. The mercy of the Lord over our family. Father, I take my life. I take my body, my everyday life, my ordinary life, my speaking, my walking, my dressing, my going to work, even my sleeping. I place them before you as an offering. Lord, accept me. Accept me, O oh God. Accept me, O oh Lord. Accept me, O oh Lord. Accept me, O oh Lord. In the name of Jesus, I place them before you as an offering. Lord, accept me. Lord Almighty, that your mercy today, that your mercy, your mercy, Jesus, your mercy over my day, your mercy over my life, your mercy, O oh God. Your mercy, O oh Lord, your mercy, Jesus, your mercy, faithful God, your mercy, mighty King, your mercy, Adonai, your mercy, Father, O oh God, I need your mercy today, your mercy, O oh Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, we continue. The Bible says, don't become so well adjusted, verse number two. Don't become so well adjusted. So embracing what God wants for you is the best thing you can do for him. Don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You will be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, 
always dragging you down to its level of immaturity. God brings the best out of you, develops a well-formed maturity in you. Don't fit into the culture without thinking. Other version says, don't become so adjusted. Don't copy the behavior of the world. Don't conform to the standard of the world. My brother, my sister, we are in this world. We are not part of this world. This is not our eternity home. Our eternal home is not our home. We are the ambassadors of God. The ambassadors of Christ. The representative of Christ. We live in the pattern and the style of heaven. Not to adjust. The Bible said don't fit into the culture of this world. That you fit without even thinking. Hallelujah. And most of us Christians today, we are compromising because of the standard of the world. We say it is a time. Things have developed. My brother, my sister, the word of God has never been outdated. There's no way that the word of God must be upgraded. The word of God remains original. So you are the child of God. Your way of life, it is the pattern that God has described in his word. There's no way that you can say, now it is a time. It is a style. It is the standard of this world. And we have come to the point of compromising because we want to be accepted in this generation. We want to be accepted in this world. We fit into things without even thinking. We have adopted things without even thinking. Today, we as believers, we can dress any hour. We say it is a new fashion without even thinking. And the Bible said these things are dragging us in the level of immaturity. We fit into it without even thinking. Without thinking. May God help us. You and I, we're going to lift our voice and say, Lord, I fix my attention on you. I fix my attention on you. For the things that I want to copy, they are not permanent. They think they will change. See the fashion, how is rotating. Things are changing. Today, we are wearing this way. And by the time we know it, this become old-fashioned. We go to another style. By the time we know, we go back to the five style that already passed. Then we understand things that are here already existed before. Don't move. Don't compromise. Don't be shaken by the thing that we see. They will change. They will change. You copy the style of this world. You pierce your nose. My sister, by the time you get 40, 50, 60, those things will be out of fashion. You're going to look like a zombie. You're going to be terrible. You won't like yourself anymore. Yet God has created you. Wonderfully made, marvelously made by God. You fit into things without thinking. By the time you get 60, you look to yourself. You are ashamed even to walk. Don't fit into things without thinking. Say today, Lord, I fix my eyes on you. I don't want to fit into things of this world without thinking. Oh, let us pray. Father, I pray. To fix, O oh Lord Almighty, my eyes on you. To fix my eyes on you. Jehovah, not to fit into things of this world. As I consecrate myself. As I consecrate myself. As I dedicate my life to you. As I dedicate my body. The Bible says, offer your body. Oh Lord, I dedicate my body. As a living sacrifice. I dedicate my body as a living sacrifice. I dedicate my body as a holy to you. Father, this body never to fit into things of this world without even thinking. Father, Lord, I fix my eyes on you. Help me, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. Help me, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. Help me, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. Father, I commit, O oh Lord, my life to you as an offering, as an offering today, as an offering today, as an offering today, I commit my life to you as a sacrifice, my entire life, my going to work, my speaking, my dressing, oh Lord, I commit to you in the name of Jesus, 
Thank you, my God. Thank you, my Lord. Thank you, my Savior. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. You have committed and dedicated your life to God. It's one thing to dedicate your life to God or to commit your life in God's hand. But another thing to accept God to do something with your life. It's very important. It's one thing to commit your life to God. It's another thing to accept God to do what you want to do with your life. I repeat, I once said, what matters in life is not what God does in your life, but what God does with your life. What God does with your life, not what God does in your life. And most of us, we are so much focused what God will do in my life, not that what God will do with my life. My brother, my sister, a dedicated life is a life that does not matter what God does in his life, but what God does with his life. Jesus, when you look to his life, I've been studying and look to what Jesus' life was. What's important for him is to do what God did with his life. God did not give him a car, but God used his life as it pleased him. That's why I say, Father, I know everything is possible to you. Nevertheless, not my will, but nature will be done. Most of us, we are full in the churches. All that we cry every day, God, do something in my life. Do something in my life. Do something. Nobody pray. God, do something with my life. May God do something with your life and with my life this year. Then all the cry. My brother, my sister, when you offer your life, go to do something with it. Go to do something even in your life as well. But when we run for God to do something in our lives, and that's why we don't see much of God using us, because we are there to receive and not to be a, a, a vessel, not to be a tool in God's hand to use in this end time. Hallelujah. Paul says, My life is worth nothing unless I use it to finish the work assigned to me. So the usage of your life is most important. We are going to pray in the message entitled, In Unity, Nothing is Impossible. Hallelujah. In unity, nothing is impossible. In unity, nothing is impossible. God loves unity. God loves united family, united people, united church. God loves unity. Where there's unity, nothing is impossible. Hallelujah. The power that's in unity, it is unstoppable. Unstoppable. Psalm 133 verse 1. Malachi 2 verse 10. Mark chapter 3, 23 to 25. And then our main scripture in the book of Genesis 11, verse 1 to 9. I'll repeat again the text and the title. In unity, nothing is impossible. In unity, nothing is impossible. Psalm 133, verse 1. Psalm 133, verse 1. Malachi 2, verse 10. Mark chapter 3, 23 to 25. And then... The book of Genesis, chapter 11, verse 1 to 9. In unity, in unity, nothing is impossible. Hallelujah. Among the seven things that God hates, there's one of them. The Bible says God hates hate people who divide others. People who divide friends, who divide family. God hates it. If God hates division, there's no way you and me, we can accept what God has rejected. Division is not accepted by God. He says he hates the six things that God ate and the seventh one, the abomination before him. He hates the lies, the pride and everything. But when you get, the Bible says, and God hates, he hates those who divide others. God hates those who divide others. When you are enjoying division, when you are enjoying people to be divided, you are there enjoying conflict. 
you must just know you are a troublemaker and God will trouble you. I say, if you are a troublemaker, you have division, God will trouble you. It doesn't matter how long it takes. It's a matter of time. The Bible said the thing that God hates, including the people who divide people. God hates that. Hallelujah. So you, my brother and my sister, we must be very careful not to sit on the other side in order to provoke God to anger. He says God hates a person who sows discord in a family. A person who sows discord in the family. A person who divides friends. God hates such a thing. He hates division. Behold, Psalm 133, Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is good and pleasing God to dwell together in unity in Psalm 133. The Bible says when they dwell together in unity, in that place, God commands blessing and life for eternity. And life for eternity. In unity, nothing is impossible. Hallelujah. Nothing is impossible. Behold, it is pleasing unto God. For when the brethren they dwell together in unity, Jesus said, a kingdom, a house, a family, that it is divided within itself, cannot stand, cannot stand against the enemy. It cannot. Today, our nations, we are struggling to build our nations. We are struggling to be good and, and strong nation. Though God has blessed us with every different type of blessing, what is lacking, it is the unity. It is the unity. Even we believers in our nations, we are still divided. And we say we are praying so much. Why our countries don't change? They will not change without the unity. Because where there's unity, the Bible says two things God is doing. He's commanding the blessing and the life for eternity. The blessing means what? To be blessed, to be, to be empowered to prosper. Now when we are not united, nobody can empower you to prosper. That's why we are failing. When people are united, listen to me church, even if in their wicked plan, when they are united, they will succeed. They will succeed. Which is they agree to one another to go and witch somebody and they destroy the person. Magician, they agree. People of Juju, they agree. Only the believer don't agree. Something is wrong with the church today. Something is wrong. I don't know who Christ, which Christ did we meet. Malachi 2 verse 10 says, Don't we all come from one father? Aren't we all created by the same God? Why can't we get along? Why can't we get along? Why do we discredit the covenant of our ancestors that binds us together? Are we not from the same father? Are we not? Aren't we all created by the same God? I'm reading from the message version. Aren't we all created by the same God? So why can't we get along? Only Christians cannot get along. The unbeliever they can get along. We see even the politician. They were in opposition. Today they are shaking hands. They work together in coalition. Oh, what an amazing. What a way to teach the church. Who we claim to know God. Yet we cannot display God who is united. Jesus said, Father, in the book of John 17, I pray, let them be one, so that the world may know that I sent them. That the world may know you sent me. Let them be one. Let them be one. God have mercy on us. In unity, nothing is impossible. Are we not created by the same, are we not from the same Father? Are we not from the same Father? Are we not from the same Father? Aren't we not been created by the same God? But why can't we get along? Why can't we get along? Oh, because we don't belong in the same, in the same church. Therefore, we are not one. Yet you are aiming to go to one heaven. We are really joking with Christianity. We are really big jokers on this planet Earth. Why can't we get along? 
Today you are going to pray, Father, break anything in me. Break my ego. Break my pride. Anything that prevents me to be united, whether in my family, whether in my church, my brother, my sister, even in a workplace, when the team members are not united, they cannot progress the company. They cannot. The company will shut down and then they will cry. In unity, nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible. Hallelujah. Nothing is impossible. Even those who are united in doing wrong things, they'll end up succeeding because unity has power. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The last scripture, then we can take time just to pray. The Bible says in the book of Genesis chapter 11, verse 1 to 9, it says, at once, at one, at one time, all the people of the world spoke the same language and used the same word. As the people migrated to the east, they found a plain in the land of Babylonia and settled there. They began saying to each other, you cannot be united if you cannot talk to one another. To their father believer, they cannot talk to one another. They are in the same church. They all lift their hand. They speak to the same God. They claim that God to be their father both. But they don't talk to one another. We are joking. I say we are really a big jokers in this generation. The Bible said they, will talk, they, they begin to talk to each other. You, if you don't talk to one another, don't claim you can be united with the person you don't talk to. The Bible says, if you have something against somebody, don't even offer the offering. Bring the offering to the Lord. And we take it for granted. God will bring us into judgment. The Bible says judgment will start from the within. In the church of God. The second day, they began to say to each other, let us make brick and harden them with fire. Let's work together. In this region, bricks were used instead of stone, and the tar was used for mortar. Then they said, come, let us build, not let me build, let us build a great city for ourselves with a tower that reaches into the sky. They were not building for God, for themselves. This will make us famous. They wanted to be famous and keep us from being scattered all over the world. But the Lord came down to look at the city and the tower the people were building. Look, he said, the people are united. This is God speaking. People are united and they all speak the same language. After this, nothing they set out to do will be impossible for them. This is God speaking. Where there's unity, nothing will be impossible. Come, let us go down and confuse the people with different languages. Then they won't be able to understand each other. In that way, the Lord scattered them all over the world and they stopped building the city. When the God divided them, they stopped building. That is why the city was called Babel. Because that is where the Lord confused the people with different languages. In this way, he scattered them all over the world. The Lord says, people are united. Whatever they set out to do, nothing will be impossible. I want you to lift your voice and pray. This is a great lesson to us. These people, if I can clarify them today, they were unbelievers. They were not living for God's purpose. But yet, they were succeeding because of unity. But you and me, we have God on our side. Why are we not succeeding? It is because we are lacking the unity. Let's lift our voice and pray. Oh, pray for your unity in your family, unity in your church, in your ministry, in your business. Pray for unity. Let God prune you and me, whatever that is in us, preventing us to get along. Yet we are children of the same God. May God help us lift your voice and pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray, oh my Father, that you break anything within me. You break anything around me that prevent me to be united, that prevent me from all of being united. Father, break, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. For the Bible says, oh Lord, where there is unity, nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible. 
Where there's unity, nothing is impossible. Where there's a unity, nothing is impossible. Where there's unity, nothing is impossible. Lord Almighty, I pray. Lord Almighty, I pray. Where there's unity, nothing is impossible. Father, help me. Help me, oh God. Help me, oh Lord. Help me, oh Lord. For unity, it is the power that is lacking within your church. Unity, it is your power that is lacking within the families. Unity is the power that is lacking, oh Lord, within the nation. We are struggling today. We cannot build anything, whether in our families, whether in our nations, whether in our churches, because we lack unity. Yet unity is the power that is needed, oh God, for any progress, for any building. As Jesus should say, no house, no family, no nation, no kingdom divided within itself will ever stand against the power of the enemy. Father, I pray, break anything within me, break anything within me that prevents me to be united to anybody. Jehovah God, break anything. For the Bible says, are we not from the same Father, created by the same God? Why can't we get along? Why can't we get along? Why can't we get along? Father, what is it within me? Lord, break on my father. Break on, Lord, anything that is within me. For it is good and pleasant unto you. When we dwell together in unity. When we dwell together in unity. When we dwell together in unity. For there, O oh God, you command, O oh Lord, blessing. You command the life for eternity. Father, break, O oh Lord, anything within me. Anything within me. Father, in the name of Jesus, oh Lord, break anything, oh break anything within me, Father, oh God, oh where there's unity, Father, you command life, 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 a united family will stand the Lord, a united church will stand the Lord, a united nation will stand the Lord, a united kingdom will stand the Lord. Father, Lord Almighty, if the unbelievers, they can get along. Oh, Lord Almighty, oh, Lord Almighty, even the unbelievers, they can get along. How much more we are called to be the peacemakers, yet we cannot get along. My Father, I pray, Father, break, oh Lord, break within me, break within me, anything, oh Lord, break within me, anything, oh Lord, anything, oh Lord. That preventing me, that preventing me to be united. Father, is it the ego? Is it the pride? Father, break, oh God. Father, break, oh God. Anything within me for unity in the forces, in the power that is lacking, oh Lord Almighty, in our churches, that is lacking in our nations, that is lacking in our ministries. Unity, oh God, in the power and the strength of God that we are lacking in order to progress, in order to succeed. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus. Lord Almighty, I pray in the name of Jesus. Father, Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus. King of glory, I pray in the name of Jesus. Oh Lord, oh Lord, break, oh God, break, oh Lord, anything within me, anything within me, anything within me that preventing me to get along to get along with my brethren, to get along with my brothers and sisters. As the Bible says, only then, when we are united, is pleasing unto you, is pleasing unto you. Father, Lord Almighty, unity is the power that is lacking, O God, in our nation, to build our nation. Unity is the power that is lacking in our families to have to progress. Unity it is the power that is lacking in our churches to see more of you. Father, where there's division, you are not happy. Where there's division, as the Bible says, Oh, my Father, according to your word, in the book of Proverbs, chapter number 6, among the seven things that you hate, oh God, you hate division. You hate division. You hate division. You hate division. Oh, Lord Almighty, you hate division. Father, we pray, 
no division in our nations, no division in our families. What is it, O God, that preventing us to get along? What is it, O Lord, that preventing us to get along as a brethren? My Father, we pray. Yet, O God, we come from the same Father. Yet, O God, created by the same God. Yet, O God, we cannot get along. We cannot get along. We cannot get along. Help me, O Jesus. Help me, O Lord. Help me, O Lord. Help me, O Savior. Lord Almighty, what is it, O Lord? within us, not preventing us to get along in unity, only in unity. Father, we saw even the people building the tower of Babel, oh God, to make their own name for their own good interest. Jehovah God, though, oh my Father, they were building without you because they were united. They were progressing. They were progressing. They were progressing until you stopped them. My Father, yourself, you said in your word, people are united. Now they are united and they speak the same language. Whatever they set out to do, nothing will be impossible to them. Nothing will be impossible to them. Father, we see the power of unity. Where there's unity, nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible. Where there's unity, where there's unity, where there's unity. Father, where there's unity, nothing is impossible. Where there's unity, Yes, Lord, help us, O oh God. Help us, O oh Lord. Help us, Jesus. Help us, O oh Jesus. Help us, O oh Jesus. Help us, O oh Jesus. Help me, O oh God. Help me, O oh Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. Yes, people of God. Uh, we run out of time. But I want you to understand unity is the power that is lacking in our nations, in our churches, in our families. Well, if we have unity, we can do anything, anything. The Bible says, are we not from the same Father? Are we not being created by the same God? Why can't we get along? I want you to approach to the table of the Lord. We confess the same Jesus. We pray the same God. Today, even as believers, we are divided because we don't belong to the same congregation. How can we build the kingdom of God? How can we progress? Yet God is waiting where there is a unity so that God can declare the blessing and life for eternity. Why can't we get along? Ask yourself a question. Why can't you get along? And you all speak in tongue from the same spirit. Are we faking ourselves or are we genuine to God? Are we fooling ourselves or are we aware of what we are doing? The Bible says, why can't we get along created by the same God? I want you to leave the bread. One body, the body of Jesus, the body of Christ, they are not two. He gave one body to them. One blood was shed for everybody. Yet today, we cannot get along. May God help the church. The unbelievers, they can meet and agree. Even when they want to do evil, they agree, they will do it. The politicians, they were in opposition, they can agree, they reconcile. But believers know. And we are hoping to go to heaven. Which heaven are we going? The believer, they say, no, me and you finish until death. But they go to church, they leave their hand. The Bible says, even the people be the town of Babel, they talk to each other. They say, let us build. There's no unity without talk. Hallelujah. We are going to partake the Holy Ghost. Father, I bless the bread. This is the body of Jesus. And I bless the cup of the wine. One body given to us, one blood shed for all of us. 
as we break this bread, we break every power of division, wherever it is, in nations, in families, in couple, in marriage, in churches, in the society, we break all the power of division in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Somebody celebrate Jesus. You can also share with your loved one. Give them the body of Jesus and give them also the cup that contains the blood of Jesus and let us all partake to the body and the blood of Jesus as a sign of being one in him. He said, let them be one, then the world shall know. Let us partake. Lift them just above your head. Focus upon Jesus. Thank you, Father, for you came in the flesh. Jesus, you died for me. Father, you break every spirit of division, every spirit that encourages conflict. Father, Lord, I pray as we eat one body, we drink one blood, let us be united. For it is pleasing unto you when we dwell together in unity. In Jesus' name, let us all eat. Leave the cup of the blood. Let us drink the blood of the covenant in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Closing our tomorrow, our today's morning glory. If you are there, you don't know Jesus. I invite you now. You cannot be united to anyone unless first you are united to him. If you never accepted him, you want to accept him now, lift your voice and pray if you believe. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to be united to you. First I repent as a sinner. Happy for your forgiveness. Wash me with your blood. Forgive me. Believe you died for me. You rose from the dead. Today I confess my mouth and I accept you as my personal Lord and Savior. Let that my name be in your book of life. The spirit of adoption lead me now in Jesus' name. Amen. Congratulations. The decision you have made, contact us on the number on the screen. Plus 27-79462-3445. Plus 27-79462-3445. Once you got your number, we shall come back to you. We thank God for this moment and for you have connected. We encourage you. We are meeting again online at 3 p.m. for a prayer called the ninth hour. Don't miss, connect, and we shall pray. And then evening, half past five, we shall be also live on this platform for a closing for a day of uh, fasting. May the Lord continue to strengthen you. May the Lord continue to bless you. May the Lord continue to keep you safe and protect you. And if you want to receive our written messages, like the one I was just ministering with this morning, these messages are written. You can follow me on uh, uh, WhatsApp channel, as is one of the options right now, is new in WhatsApp uh, option. You can find WhatsApp channel and type there, Papa Ado, you'll find me on WhatsApp channel. And then you can just click on follow and uh, follow me. You'll be receiving all the messages. You're going to have access to everything that I've written so far since the channel started. You'll find them inside there. You can read previous week's week's messages. And you can be so acquainted and be up to date. When I minister in the morning, everything I preach is already written in the channel. May God bless you all. And we shall meet at 3 and also at half past 5. Father, we say thank you for this morning. I pray that you bless each and every one of us for this great teaching of this morning. If the unbelievers can unite and build, how much more those who are called by your name. Holy Spirit, prune us. It's a matter of our ego, a matter of our attitude, our selfishness, and our pride that we are failing to be united. Father, break anything that within us, preventing us to live in unity. Yet the Bible says, it pleasing unto you when we dwell together in unity. There you command the blessing and life for eternity. 
That's why we are struggling, we are suffering. Yet the early church, oh God, they were so united. When they met, oh Lord, they were also even sharing their problem and they were meeting everyone's need. Nobody remained behind as a poor. That is the power of unity and they all succeeded together. Father, I pray that you bless each and every one of us, oh Lord, this morning. All the sick heal them, the captive set them free. The widow and the orphan, God bless them, meeting them at the point of their need in the mighty name of Jesus. People of God, may the goodness of the Lord, the grace of the Father, the leadership and fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with you. May the Lord Almighty bless you, favor you, keep you and protect you and your loved one. In Jesus Christ's mighty name we pray and that the living church of the living God say Amen. Shalom, shalom and love you more. Jesus Christ, my King, have your way in me. I couldn't make it on my own shore in this world of sea. I am lost without your love. I need your guidance, Lord. Bless me on Mount Sunshine, where I may see your glory. Guide me, Lord. Yeah.